Sac Passe, Sac Passe listeners, welcome back to another episode. I am your host. Um, before I get started, something very simple I just want to say. Um, before, like, you know, you're going out throughout your day, throughout your week. I always wondered, you know, have somebody checked up on you today or as you're listening to this or this week? Or have you checked on your friend, air quote? Your so-called friend, if somebody haven't to you, it's okay. But maybe you should check up on your friend always. Or the people you consider your loved ones, your friends, or whatever you want to name them. I just wanted to throw that out there. Because sometimes I try to do that from time to time is check up on people that I don't often talk to. But that don't, that doesn't mean I don't consider them as a friend. Um, so I just wanted to put that out there just for y'all. But anyways... I don't have a guest today, and I also posted some question. Uh, shout out to everybody, man, that follows me. If you don't already, my um, I'm on IG and um, Instagram and Twitter at Bonos, B-O-E-K-N-O-W-Z-Z. Shout out to all the listeners or the supporters that the, yesterday or the other day, two days ago, I posted, a, you know, ask any question or segment you may have for the podcast recording for this episode that you're listening to right now and everybody was bombarding me with questions topics suggestions i'm i'm gonna try to get them all today if not i promise you i will get it in the next one i'm just so i was just so overwhelmed by the fact that of the responses that's all to why i was like okay i gotta cut this short or i gotta i know i'm not gonna get through all that especially if i had a guess but this week I didn't. So I'm gonna get right to the shits. The first, the first question I have, uh, it's too many topics or questions. I'm not gonna um, shout out to you, to all the supporters that posted that comment on that. I don't have. I'm not gonna go through every name. Um, first shit I want to get on is the fact that somebody want me to talk about topic of guys should pay all the bills. She said, she know who she is. She said that guys should pay all the bills in a relationship. First of all, I've said this before on my Instagram. If you follow me, ain't no way in hell that if I'm in a relationship with you, that I'm paying all the bills. I don't care if we've been together for three months or three years or better yet. I don't care what amount of money I'm bringing in. I don't care if I'm. First of all, I would never, um, I, I always told myself, I don't want to care what amount of money I'm, I'm bringing in. I would never want a housewife or a home mom, stay at home mom. I wouldn't want none of those because um, they ain't doing shit else but just sitting in the house. I'm not going to say they ain't doing shit. Of course, they're taking care of home shit, home stuff. But if I'm making six figures, you really not doing no home stuff because I could pay a motherfucker to do that. And plus, I, I know if you say at home moms, they got nothing but time in their hand. And there's nothing more dangerous. I repeat, there is nothing more dangerous than a human being that have too much time on their hands. And that shit is for real. So I'm these these answers, these responses I'm about to have. I'm not speaking for the masses. I'm speaking based on my opinion, my experience and what I think. And I think the fuck no, I will not be paying for all the bills. Luckily for me, 
in a relationship. Luckily for me, the 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 past relationships, actually all the relationships that I've been in, the woman has we always been together when I was the brokest, oddly enough. So I know she wasn't with me for no type of money because I ain't had that type. I ain't had no type of money. I still don't, but I'm doing better than I was before. So that shit don't apply to me because all the women, I, everybody, I, anybody that I ever been with, they always, we always started off the relationship at my brokest point of my life. So that's my response to that. Ain't no way in hell. And anybody listening, if you're in a relationship and you playing 100% of the bill, as in you, every time y'all go out, you paying, if you're living together, you paying full rent, full internet, full cable, full phone bill. At this point, I, I always feel like if I'm if I have to if I have to do that, I own you at this point. You know, I know how strong or how whatever take it how you want, but I feel like if I have to pay one hundred percent of the bill, you're like a child to me. Like in the fact that you're an adult, so that tells me that I basically own you. So if I'm paying your phone bill, I'm getting your phone whenever I want to. If I'm paying whatever I'm paying. I should be able to get whatever I want to. And for any male or female listening, if you're in a relationship and you're paying all the bills, you should be getting all the sex that you want, when you want it, how you want it, with no questions asked. That's how I feel. But then again, that's just me. So take my advice if you want to, but don't do it. Next question is from another listener. She says, what is my vacation destination a two-part question she asked what is my vacation destination and how to save accordingly for a vacation per se um my vacation i gotta give it up to the home team man my vacation destination is haiti and always will be haiti but us which you know that's already a given but because i'm haitian but any other place besides that i always say i want to go Besides the Caribbeans, because I love Caribbean islands, all the islands, period. But besides that, I want to go somewhere off the coast of Africa, somewhere like you see they're off the west coast of Africa or like south near Madagascar or something. It just, you know, from the people I know that's been or from what I've seen online and shit, it just looks beautiful. So aside from Haiti, I think it will be off the coast of Africa would be my second option or um i have seen some beautiful pictures from um santonina santonina greece i feel like i'm pronouncing it wrong but if i am correct me but somewhere in greece that should look beautiful too so that is my vacation destination in how to save accordingly i'm i i'm planning to have some professional travelers as a guest that way could they could give some helpful tips and i do appreciate of the fact that i have a lot of friends rather social media friends or real friends that actually is traveling outside of the u.s at least as far as i know or as far as i see maybe it's been like this for a while and i'm just now noticing it but shout out to y'all that's exploring outside the u.s because especially the um americans listening because i always had americans you know outside of that listen to the podcast that always say how you know i wish i belong in a way like you know anybody that's somebody that's from somewhere they they either know some of some part of their history or they're proud of where they're from and i always feel like black americans 
from being, actually since I've been to the states since '99, I always felt like Black Americans has been confused about a lot of things in America because of the fact that they basically don't know their history. Um, I, I ain't, I'm not gonna go any too deep into that for right now, but that's that's my opinion on a lot of things. Is that you know a lot of people they don't know their history, they don't know where they're from. Like their history ends at like their grandma, if that. If the grandma decides to share or the grandpa decides to share certain things, their history ends there. And like when it comes to me, like I, my granddad is still alive. Uh, up until a few years, up until like five, ten years ago, my great grandma was still alive. Like I asked my mom, my dad about certain shit. I still have my great aunt. I talk about and ask them, you know, the family tree and things like that. So shout out to you guys that's traveling more. Um how to save accordingly the best tip i could give anyone i will have a episode in great details of this topic specifically but right now is that if you let's say for example you want to travel you know we're in october right now let's say you want to go out the country for christmas and you're not making extra money you're making the same money you're making you're paying the same bills you're paying before or just a way to start off all you really got to do is like don't go nowhere like for for you guys that's you know friday nights you got happy hour or okay saturday you go out to the club that money you spend on the club let's say if you want to go somewhere in three months let's say december let's say new year's for example let's say you want to go to jamaica for new year's or let me jamaica's mad cheap to go to but let's say you want to go anywhere for new year's in reality all it takes is some self-discipline people all you got to do is really like fucking um, have some self-discipline for the next three months of whatever you normally spent your entertainment money in, frivolous money, like the money that, you know, you after you paid all your bills, hopefully after you paid all your bills, like you have some shit left, that money you spent on going out for drinks, going to the movies, sacrifice of not doing any of that for three months. And I promise you, you will at least have enough money for the plane ticket. And for the people that, that can't do it because, you know, they live in paycheck to paycheck, which is a horrible idea. Or, you know, that's in a situation, which I, you know, we're all in situations from time to time. So I understand is, you know, if you want to go somewhere and you ain't got the money, well, sit your broke ass down somewhere. Till you, till you break even from whatever it is that you're doing. And if you can't go nowhere outside the country, you know, take a mini trip. You know, it don't take nothing but a gas tank to drive across the state that you're listening to right now to go somewhere. Even if it's for like two days, even if it's for a day trip, like you live today, you leave today and come back tomorrow. And also use your resources, resources as in if you know somebody that got a that's a hotel plug that could hook you up with some discount for the hotel. If you know somebody that could hook you up with the flight, the cheaper flight. Or you could sample this fact. You can use googleflights.com. It's easy. That way you could basically stock stock the ticket prices for wherever you're trying to go. Or you got you could go to fucking um, travel agents. I actually know a few travel agents that listen to this podcast. I <laughs> It's a few of they are. So I'm, I'm not going to shout out one and not shout out the other. So I'm, I don't want nobody to feel left out. 
But next time I will shout out all of you guys once I have every name, correct name in order. But um, yeah, like talk to a travel agent or see how they could help you. Some people just because, you know, they're not making money off of you right now traveling. Maybe they'll just give you some tips or maybe they may not, you know, they may help you out in some way, shape or form. I don't know. But those are my tips for that per se. So that's that when it comes to destination and saving accordingly. Let's see what I got on my list here. Got that. I wrote this shit down so I won't forget anything. Um, somebody asked me about stock, stocks and bonds and home ownership. Stocks and bonds. I'm not talking about this today. Uh, I'm going to have another episode on. I'm going to have um, some real estate. I'm having some real estate friends, some friends that's in a real estate business that are real estate agent or people that help fix credit. We're gonna, I'm going to have an episode with them and then we're going to break it down. And then I may touch, may or may not touch on stocks and shit. Cause that once again, that's not my forte neither. I do it a little bit. But that's not my forte. I got a couple friends. That's more, I read the, this is the main reason why I try to have a guest on almost every episode because not only am I talking about certain topics, but I read somebody that's in it, that's gone through it or have gone through it to go into more details because they know more than I do. I don't want to speak too much on shit I don't know too much of. Um, Next question was, what do you do if you told someone you not com- you're not compatible with to stop it, but they refuse to back down? Um, the best case to that is, is to be honest with you, something that I've done is just lie. Tell them motherfuckers you got a boyfriend or a girlfriend. I've done that in the past where I was single as fuck, but I would tell people like, yo, or people that I'm not interested in. Like, I don't know why it is, but I do that sometimes. Like women cannot take, most women cannot take rejection. So even in the past women that i'm not interested in and that i obviously see that they're interested in me and i know i'm single i would literally tell them i got a girlfriend and oddly enough that shit never stops them which is fucking crazy right like women tell you (laughs) women tell you that they want they want you to be real with them or let them know if you got a boyfriend or girlfriend i mean a, a girlfriend or whatever the case is but then half of these women, when you really tell them, they don't really give a fuck. Like, it's really on you to stop them at the end of the day, for the most part. So, my my answer to that is, if you're not compatible with someone that you're not feeling and you told them to stop and they won't back down, is to just lie. Tell them you got a boyfriend or girlfriend. And if that don't work, shit, show up with somebody that you know, that you know to deal with, and be like, yo, you, you gotta stop. That's the only, that's my best advice to that. And the person that asked that question that's listening, if you're actually in a situation like that, I don't know if you are or you're not, I'm curious to see how that works. Like, if you were to take my advice, I'm curious to see how that works. Let me know. Keep me posted. I'm just curious. All right. What else we got here? Um, I did that. Somebody said, um... Why is Haitian man ain't shit? I'm not finna touch on that. Like the whole saying of Haitian man ain't shit, Caribbean man ain't shit, man ain't shit. Ladies, I'm tired. Like I've I've literally had enough. 
of that because it's the fact that 99% of the women that's saying that shit, generally men ain't shit, 99% of y'all are single. And I've said this before on the podcast. If you haven't heard it before, I'm saying it again. You attract the, the, the energy you put out there is what you're going to attract. If you out here keep repeating or keep thinking or keep assuming all men ain't shit, well, guess what you're going to attract? The niggas that ain't shit. And do I believe some, like, men ain't shit for... Like, deep down inside, I hate to say it, fellas, but a lot of us ain't shit for real. I used to be ain't shit. And I ain't even gonna gonna hold y'all. Like, I know I wasn't shit at one point in my life, but I'm working to do better. But what I'm saying is, ladies... This is ladies in particular is that you, know, you saying that why men ain't shit or men ain't shit ain't gonna help your case. Like, if you observe them correctly, most people that saying men ain't shit is either single or hurt. Anybody that sees that that that's otherwise, I need y'all to let me know. Cause I have yet to see a woman that's in a relationship, happy in a relationship, say men ain't shit. They're not. Majority of y'all is either the ones that's single or hurt. And the one that's single that's saying that shit, it's just a cry for help. That's really what it is. It's just a cry for help. Like, you just crying out, oh my God, man ain't shit. But deep down inside, you crying at night. All right. And you know who you are who said that shit. And I know you personally, but I'm not going to get into that. Next topic. Next topic is why are women the question was what is this why do women not inspire for more I think that that question that followed up with somebody else saying why men or women don't inspire for inspire for more question is a little vague to me but I'm going to try to answer it the best of my ability why do women or men not inspire for more? I think it's, um, I mean, I, at one point I feel like I wasn't inspiring for more. That was because I wasn't open-minded or I didn't, um, inspiring for more has a lot to do with, I think also exposure and also, um, guidance guidance in a way like i feel like i didn't inspire for more till i had some people that was like mentoring me or pushing me to say or even do something that i never thought i would do or care to do like i could trickle this back down to when i was in high school and i was in this program that's called 5000 role models so people that's from miami you already know what that is that's people that's outside of south florida it's more it's a program that that um basically helped black men at the time i don't know how diverse it is now but it was more so to gear towards black men uh low-income housing that would help them basically explore shit like i was living in florida i was living in miami but i didn't experience the miami that people that's listening outside of south florida sees on tv like i didn't know that exists except on tv and so like you know i joined the program i went through you know we go through field trips that alone opened my eyes a lot of field trips to different places not just fun shit not just fun shit like the aquarium or baseball games miami heat games or you know whatever game it is it's more like we visit jail cells we visit corporations we did a lot of things 
and I remember the advisor there. She was kind of like my mentor too. Shout out to her. I remember one day she told me like, yo, you sh it was like my senior. I think it was my senior or junior, late junior year. She was like, yo, you've been in this program for about five, four or five years. I was in this program since the eighth grade. It's like 11, 12th grade now. She was like, what are you trying to do? And I'm like, I don't know. At, the, at that point, I was just in a program for the field trips. I basically was in a program just to get out the house, to keep it real with y'all. Like, I didn't want to be in the house. And I was like, yo, let me just join this program because it's field, field trips and I get to eat for free and do all that other shit for free. Then I remember she was like, yo, you, we have this college tour going on. You should come. And then in my head, I'm like, I ain't doing no college tour. And she insisted on me going to this college tour. Like I was dodging her about going to this college tour for weeks. And then one day she set me down. She pulled me to, from the hallway. She set me down. She said, you better have this signed by your parents tomorrow or else. And then just that little push of some shit that I didn't want to do. It's not because I didn't want to do it. It's just that I didn't know shit about shit. And just that little push that she did for me actually literally changed my life. Like, I wasn't thinking about college when I was in high school. I wasn't thinking about none of that shit. But the minute she did that and then me going on the college tour, it was like a domino effect. So, low-key, that last that little 10-minute of existence or whatever happened in my life really like changed my life completely and who I am as a man now so that's my example of like when it comes to inspiring to be something is this that I feel like a lot of people lack mentorship mentorship is important especially in nowadays where there's a lot of single parents out here and I'm just not talking about single moms there's a lot of single dads like a lot of single moms like there's you know there's no male mentorship there and i feel like yes one of the shit i hate is on father's day where you pull up where those moms or those kids coming out telling their mom happy father's day like get the fuck out of here with that shit like i don't care how much your mom do which moms do above and beyond moms are generally the best parents if i'm if in my opinion but that's just my opinion and like as a whole of course, you got one or two, a few fucked up ones out there. But as a whole, moms are the best parents. But at the end of the day, you need a male figure in a kid life. There's a reason why there's a man and a woman that creates a child. From what I see. Like, there's some shit called the ecosystem. Why? There's certain shit happens for a reason. So, I feel like a lot of people lack some, you know, mentorship. They lack... Or even wanting somebody to mentor them. like, And then sometimes you don't even know you want to mentor to somebody grab you. You grab you and be like, yo, I'm going to tell you what to do, what not to do. Like, I was grateful enough that I didn't have... I have one older brother. But me and him are not close. Not because we don't want to be close. Because we're half brothers and we grew up literally in two different countries. Like right now, I'm here in America. He lives in Canada. Like, I didn't have any siblings growing up, older siblings like that, or other... Besides, I had an uncle, a few uncles here, there, and a cousin, but, like, I didn't really have a male figure that would, like... Like, not saying, like, not necessarily a parent-type male figure, but, like, an older big bro or big whatever. So, I had a homeboy that would help me out. I had a homeboy that would guide me, and I didn't realize he was basically mentoring me in a way 
to like later on in life. And I'm like, oh, this guy literally kind of took me under his wing. And I think that's huge. Like I try to do that now as much as I can to like my younger siblings or my little cousins and them because of the fact that I didn't really have that growing up. And, and if I had much, if I had what I'm giving to them now, man, sky's the limit. So I think people don't inspire to be more just because they lack mentorship or they lack people that's always been there. Mentorship, mentorship, mentorship is great. At least for me, I don't care what age group you're in. If you're listening to this and you're 35 and you're 40, I still feel like you need some type of mentorship in some way or somebody you go to for advice. It don't have to be a family member, a teacher, a fucking, you know, your neighbor, whatever the case is, even a co-worker, whatever the case is. I feel like you should always have some type of mentorship. And, you know, I think people don't inspire to be more because to do more is because they don't know what more is. Like, they don't know what more is. Like, I remember when I went to Haiti earlier this year to see some family members. And I'm just seeing how, like, it's always funny seeing, like, certain people that don't know what more is or don't know what their talent is. And how they just, like, it's like a day-to-day. For example, how can I put this? You know how we, we live here in America and then, like, there's a lot of people that have YouTube channels of like the the most basic shit that you didn't think would get like a million views, but that shit got like a hundred thousand views and shit. There's a lot of those people that like something that small could literally change their life and a lot of other people's lives, but they don't do it or they don't know that it's more or they don't know that the time we're living in is different because they don't know. You don't know what you don't know. And it's either, you know, the Lord will guide you and open your eyes one day to that or somebody can expose you to that. And for me, it's, it's, it was more for me, at least I could say it was more so about exposure. Like the same way, like you could be with a significant other and that motherfucker could inspire you to do worse. Because even your significant other supposed to or your loved ones, they're supposed to expire you like I'm not just going to be with you and we doing the same shit, even though I used to be the king of that. I could attest to one or two of my exes that this episode might land on their lap. They'll laugh hearing me this, hearing me say this shit. I'm a king of that. Like sometimes, I was that guy back then, where I didn't want to do shit. But over time, like I realized that that's that's not it. That's not how you grow. You gotta be exposed to shit. And I'm talking about the even the littlest things. Like if me and you together we go out, I don't want to go out to the same place, or I don't even want to go out to the same level of place. The place we going at, it has to change different times. And you got to expose me to certain shit. Like, even places to eat, places we go visit, or, you know, just friends. Friends, even friends in general. Like, I don't like, I don't, I basically, I didn't cut off any friend that I have. Your friend for life. But there are certain people I back away from because they're not inspiring me in any way. Like, it doesn't have to be... In, they don't inspire me in any way, any type of conversation. There's no benefit from that. And I think I that comes back to the fact that I feel like some people, it's all about... Back to the inspiring part. It's really a lot have to do with who you surround yourself with. If you surround yourself with only niggas from the block that ain't doing shit, that's who you're going to get. If you surround yourself by Instagram bitches that worry about Instagram all the time, niggas that's all 
on social media all the time worrying about all the hoes that's who you're gonna get that's all you're gonna know you don't know what you don't know and you know what you know so i always try to inspire to have people around me that's well-rounded in everything like i have friends yes people that don't know i work for a corporate world i'm an accountant i'm i'm an accountant that's my main job so I surround myself with people I went to school with that's in the corporate world. I surround myself by people who's entrepreneurs, who got businesses. I got homies who's police officers. I got homies who's SoundCloud rappers for now. No disrespect, but that's what it is right now. And I'm, you know, and even though it's completely different from what I do or what I'm interested in, I'm curious on, I like to see people grow. I like to see people progress. Like, and you never know what you're going to learn from somebody. So that's what I got for that. That's that's the best way of me putting why some people don't inspire to be, to do or be more, you know. It's all it's all about exposure and it's all about your surrounding. You are what you surround yourself with, and you know when you was a kid, you always hear your mom talking about you know that kid. It's that one friend that you don't want to be around. It's because they're afraid that they will influence you. There is such thing as bad influence, but there is such thing as good influence as well. So. I just just a note to that. So that's it. Situation. Let me see what else I got here. Um another person asks rules of having a friend with benefits. Um share my experience. Friends with benefits to me never works. It's good. It works for the first few weeks, few months. Shit, I don't know about y'all, but sometimes if it lasts a few years, whatever the case is, it never really fully works because one person always gets attached at some point. If the person that don't get attached, one person starts feeling away because the other person, let's say you end up, let's say me and some ex-girl, somebody else are friends with benefits. Somebody would feel some type of way after, and then after a while, you gotta grow. Like friends with benefits, one thing friends with benefits don't do, <laughs> that shit don't last forever. As a matter of fact, I think that's some something that don't last long at all, because of the fact that you gotta deal with if the other person gets a boyfriend or girlfriend, how you gonna feel, and then now you gotta share their time if you wanna deal with somebody who has a boyfriend or girlfriend, you know. You got to deal with that type of shit. That shit sound good, friends. I don't... Did, have I ever had one of those? I think I had... I had people I had sex with. I had people that are friends. And then I had sex with them. But we wasn't technically friends with benefits. Only because, like... It just... That shit just... I don't know. It's just... After a while, that shit get... Especially with women. Like... I, and then it never works out. There's no other way for me to put it. <laughs> Friends with benefits, the rules I could say is, you know, make it clear. Communicate clear what it is. And then if you choose to know, let that other person know that, hey, are we doing this just for play play? Because I remember, you know, if, you, if, if you're listening right now, you're in school, you're in college and shit. Yo, do what you want to do. I always tell people the minute you get to school, your freshman year should never be the year you want to be in a relationship. Two years you want to avoid a relationship in college. Freshman year and senior year. Because freshman year you're just trying to find your way. Senior year you don't even know where you're going to be. Like, 
after you graduate, like especially your first two semesters and your last two semesters, basically, you don't know where you're going to end up. You might graduate today and fucking land in California. You might graduate today and land in another side of the of America or another side of the world. You don't know. And then you don't want nobody holding you back from what God has planned for you. So friends with benefits, all I can say is uh, for you listening that may be going through that is enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> enjoy it while it's hot, baby, because it's going down. It's it, like enjoy the high. Friends with benefits to me is like a high. Enjoy it now because it's not going to last because, yeah, somebody will feel some type of way and then that'll fuck all that shit up. At least from what I, my experience or from what I've seen. Friends with benefits just don't really work. And that's that. Now, next one I have is someone say, how soon do you introduce your boyfriend or girlfriend to a family member? Oh, that one, I don't know how soon, but I can say, I don't know how soon it's too soon. Everybody's different. Everybody move on their own pace. What I can say is, um, you know, some people, they do it within six months. Some people, they do it within a year. Some people, they do it in two, three years. It all depends on your pace. You don't put a time on it. Don't don't put a time frame on it. Do it on your own time. Do it when you're ready. But um, how did I do mine? Because my... My parent, my fa- I'm not saying my parents because my living situation is different from majority of you guys listening. My family member, my family members has met, I think, one of my exes. Just one. And how did they meet him? They met him. They met. I think it was like, oh, actually, when they met one of my exes through graduation, when I graduated. Well, they been knew I had an ex. They they been knew I was with that person. I should say at the time, and then it all depends on. The, and you gotta wait on the right timing too. Like, don't show up. I would say if it's like a family gathering or some shit, like Thanksgiving is around the corner. You know, you you you. Of course, you gotta bring the conversation up to your family members well ahead of time. That you you would so and so, and the minute you tell your family anyway, you would so and so, so and so. They automatically like, okay, when am I gonna meet them? At least some, most most family. Especially the moms or the, the the women in the family, so it's like when are they gonna meet them? And normally, oh shit, Thanksgiving and Christmas is coming around. This is normally around the time where most people, <laughs> this is around the time where most people relationship either get stronger because they meet family members, or it's done because niggas know oh it's ho- it's holiday season. She gonna try to invite me over, but little over to meet the family. But little do she know like. Like, she's in a relationship and not me. And I've seen niggas do that shit. <laughs> I've seen niggas do that shit, and it is tragic. So, what I will say is, um, don't drop the bomb on a guy. I would say kind of, um, kind of ease into it. Talk to him about it at first. Bring it up. You know, Thanksgiving is coming up. Hey, I'm trying to go... You know, see my parents. Do you want to come with, or how do you feel about X, Y, Z, shit like that? Because if I'm not mistaken, most of the time, ladies, correct me if I'm wrong. Most of the time, it's the women first that initiate that type of shit, which is cool. I always tell y'all like I'm a different breed. 
and my family dynamics is different from everybody else because I don't give a fuck about I want to say outside of probably like three or four family members I don't give a fuck what family think of the person I'm with and I don't really like them meeting them them meeting that person is not that big of an issue to me because I don't care either way but that's just me that's just because I, I I was raised different and I'm a little I'm a little maniac on a low like one day I'm gonna share with y'all how much of a fucking maniac I am but I don't want to scare some of y'all off so I'll leave it here with that um all right let's see what else I have here um somebody else asked um tips on being with a married man or topic of being with a married man um, if you're being with a married man, all I can say is, you know, know your place. I had female friends that's been with married men before. And I've had homeboys that have been with married women before that I know personally. So all I can say is know your place. That's a dangerous game. But then again, that's not as more dangerous as dealing with someone that you have a bait. Like dealing with someone, baby mom or baby daddy. Especially if that person, baby daddy or baby mama even though I hate those baby daddy, baby mama terms, but that's the best way for me to express what I'm trying to express right now. Even though, especially when those people are not even over that's that baby mama or baby father. Like, it's a very, very dangerous game. So what I would say people that's dealing with married men is like, you know, know your place and mind your business. Especially if you know he married, that means stop, don't hit him up more than he, he hit you up. And know that your time is limited. That, that's the reality of it is. And then some of you may be listening and be like, yo, shame on people that do that. And to be honest with you, let's let's really think about it, people. Do you know how many more lonely women? It's already, you know, the ratio for men and women is already, um, what is it like? One to, one to ten out here. Do you know how much more lonely women it would be out here if they wasn't cheating? And I know what you're thinking. You sound like a cheating ass nigga or you how can you say something like that? I get it. But do you know how much more lonely women it would be out here in this world if men was not out here cheating? And also by well, nah, I reverse it over account because I'm speaking on because of the ratio. Do you know how much more lonely women there were lonely, sad women there would be out here if married men wasn't out here dropping dick off. And just think about that for a minute. Seriously, just think about that for a minute. It would be a lot more lonely women. Even for the women, not saying lonely, sad, not saying the women that's, you know, side chicks or, married, you know, dealing with married men are not sad. It's just the fact that at least you're temporarily happy when that nigga's around. <laughs> At least you're temporarily happy when he's around. At least. At least he's giving you today. Two days out of the week, you're going to be happy because you know he's going to be. He's going to come to you. Y'all going to do whatever. And then you're good to go. It'll be a scary world. If the number of women would multiply. If there was no cheating out here. But I'm going to leave the topic as that. Because y'all going to judge me anyway. But I'm going to leave y'all be on that. Y'all gonna judge me as the bad guy, but it's cool. But back to back to the, the supporter that asked um, being with a married man. 
All I can say is just know your place. Um, know your place. You know, enjoy it while you can. And if you're getting something out of it, like ain't nothing to me. Like to me, there's nothing wrong with if you're dealing with a married man, and you know if you're with him because of the sex, or let's say you're with him for monetary purposes, like he's paying your rent, he's doing this, he's doing that. Don't get your feelings caught up in that shit. You better ride that fucking enjoy the ride because you getting free rent or you getting your phone bills paid. I always tell people all the time, like especially my homegirls, like if a nigga taking care of you and you know he's he, he's with somebody else or you know he's married and shit like that and you choose to continue that shit, then know your fucking place. But a lot of people already know that. I seen somebody tweeted on uh posted on Twitter. I can't remember what's her at name, but shout out to her uh FAMU alum. She's posted something that I've been preaching for years is that you know, nobody knows if you're a hoe unless you tell them. And I always say, "Oh my god, that is so true." And I never understand why some most women won't realize that. And shout out to the OGs. When I say the OGs, I mean the women Y'all aunties, everybody got that one auntie that's always single, but she always happy. Because she's probably out here hoeing. Or that could be your mom that's listening. But it doesn't matter. No disrespect. No disrespect at all. (laughs) But, you know, as in like, just, you don't have to tell everybody who you fucking. And I respect the OGs. This is, when I say the OGs, I'm speaking of the woman that's like 35, 40 and up. That like they good like you they hoeing and you don't know a thing and that's okay like and I always me I always say hoeing is perspective. It's like if you going around telling people who you fuck, then and then somebody call you a hoe, you gave him that ammo to call you a hoe. Remember, ladies, you're in control, fellas too. You're in control of somebody calling you a hoe. If you going around spraying about how many people you fuck or didn't fuck or whatever the case is. It's your doing. You did that on yourself. I'm just saying. So, anyways, that's all. That's all I have for today. I am going to wrap this up. Um, I think that's all. The other shit, I'm going to leave it for next time. Anyways, I'm going to leave it for next time for sure. But, anyways, let me know what y'all guys think about this, man. I try to get... I'm try, I think I'm going to try to do this more. Where I ask some of you guys what you, what you, what's on your mind, which one we talk about and things like that and i always always appreciate the feedback and i also want to say for you guys that's listening that has a small business um i'm opening to sharing i'm opening to share it as much as i can um by next episode i'm gonna hope i have something in order where i have i shout out some businesses that um listeners that support this podcast i have a few people that messaged me already and i'm even offering out some sponsoring for you guys that want to sponsor an episode or two I'm always here in there. I'm always here for it. And I'm trying to have my sponsorship letter ready for some of you guys that I've talked to already for that. But regardless, I'm going to shut you out for free because, you know, that's what it's all about, supporting each other. And on another note, my birthday is also this month, guys. Hey, I wish I had a little, a little confetti noise or something for this. But my birthday is coming up. October baby stand up, Libra stand up. My birthday, by the time you guys listening, my birthday will be in a few days. My birthday is on the 20th. So if any of you guys want to sh- uh, 
I'm trying to see who really fuck with me. So I'm gonna ask you guys to. It don't have you don't have to wait till the 20th. Right now, you can cash at me two dollars. I want to see everybody cash at me two dollars, and then I'll see how much I come up with by the end of the month. So this is happening all month, and my cash app name is at my is my at name, which is dollar sign bonos b o e k n o w z z. So we gonna see who really fuck with you, fuck with your boy. But anyways. That's all I have. Um, let me see what else. What else? What else is going on? Um, that's all I got for today. Keep the keep the topics coming. I'm still expe- expecting more, and that's what I'm gonna do. I think um every episode, whether I have a guest or not, I will touch on some of the things that you guys ask, want to be talked about. So, thank you, you guys, and till next time, peace.